Hello. But wait, hang on. Oh, my God, it's Thursday. I know it's Thursday. You probably know it's Thursday. And if you didn't know it was Thursday, you know it's Thursday now, unless you're not listening to this on the day that it was released. Hello to the main feed. We are talking to you from beyond the paywall. Um, We wanted to present to you a little something from the Patreon that we think you would enjoy and would potentially encourage you to subscribe to the Patreon. We just want to let you know there's loads of fun stuff going on over there. This is an episode, the first of two episodes. um, We're going to release the second part uh, next week because that's how this show works. It's called The Ultimate Playlist. And between the three of us, in collaboration with our Patreon subscribers, we are trying to, well, build The Ultimate Playlist, a playlist full of all kinds of different genres of music by so many different artists from across loads of different eras. There is just stuff you can put on at any time. You can put this playlist on shuffle if you're Lucas. You can listen to all, whatever, 40 songs of it at the moment in one sitting in order if you're me. Or you can do something in between that uh, if you're Steve. Um, Here's how it works. Every month... We randomly pick from our hat of suggestions that has been added to by us and by our listeners a theme. Uh, okay, so the theme of this episode, for instance, that we're presenting to you now is sports. Um, this month that's just gone, uh, September, it was bait and switch, which was suggested by one of our listeners. Um, and then I pick two songs that fit that theme. Steve picks two songs that fit that theme. Lucas picks two songs that fit that theme and either the person who suggested the theme uh, has two picks that come with it or they leave it up to the rest of the listeners and people kind of chuck in suggestions and we we pick them or they get voted on. Either way, every month we look at eight songs uh, that fit the theme uh, of that month Uh, and we talk about them we talk about the history we talk about our reactions to them it's a fun time it's just kind of like hanging out with people and passing the aux cord around it's it's a it's a nice vibe and then at the end of the second episode which again we'll release next thursday for you uh we vote on the four songs one from each person who has submitted songs which four go into the ultimate playlist i mean that's about it uh if you want to hear more stuff like this uh more episodes of this specific show or just the bonus episodes that we've got going on or of course the show where we're revisiting manic street preachers uh every single month uh head on over to patreon.com slash what is music pod uh there's all sorts of stuff going on there uh there's a great discord community there's ad free episodes of the main show um there's all sorts of stuff i think you'd really enjoy it but anyway that's enough waffling from me uh i we hope you enjoy this little uh little taste of uh the ultimate playlist okay here we go all right i'm recording right so am i all right so am i Barry, get Barry on with Barry's it gotta, right. gotta watch a video no what <laughs> gotta watch a quick video okay right yeah, hang, on. The video? hang on hang on are we all gonna watch videos are we just need to watch a quick tiktok all right uh, so it's a key and peel sketch is it okay well watch the whole thing. for tonight Oh, that's the text message one, right? Jeez. What? You can't 
catch me. You can't catch me. I want some more. Touchdown, bitch. What? Pause. Firstly, I quickly circumcised the portobello mushroom and then dried off a brick of halloumi before slicing it into... Okay. So did you oh, see? Did you see the Foo Fighters have uh, announced their new drummer? You see that? Yeah, yeah. Wait, we all have John the, Cleese. We all have the same TikTok. We've either. all got the same TikTok because we're thirty-year-old men. I mean, did you do you get Key and Peele sketches all the time? Absolutely, I got one then. Did you know it? <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a little Key and Peele sketch. Uh, yeah, but also, but also waifus. Uh, no, not so much on those. Oh, no, all exclusively no. animated as well. They can't be real humans because you know. That's... Huh. That's, no, I don't really. So it's really... Bill sketches, Foo Fighters, and waifus, and that's it. Wow, I mean, that is a certain demographic of man, is it not? <laughs> My waifu. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah? Uh-huh. I mean, how are you feeling about that one? It is so common for one of us to send each other a TikTok video, and it's just like because we have the same feed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of my replies to the TikToks you sent me are, oh, I was just about to send you this. Sometimes if I'm about to send you something, I'll go into my messages to make sure you've not already sent it to me. Sometimes I pretend I haven't seen it and just go, that's that's great. Cause I, nah, in general, uh, no. if I reply, no, I need, I've I not seen it and I've enjoyed it. If I don't reply, it's because I've just seen it and I just mm. can't be bothered to have the conversation. Yeah. I need people to know that I saw it before they did. That's right. the, I need people to know that. So... You know, if if you send me a video and I've already seen it, or if I even if I think I've already seen it, I'll just I'll type "seen it" and that's it. And that's it. That's the only bit of the reply as well. You'll just get "seen it." If someone sends you an Instagram reel, you're like "seen it, mate." Saw it on yeah, TikTok. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Boring. Yeah, that's another one that I'll do. I'll just put "boring seen it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my algorithm's just as boring as yours. <laughs> What are we doing? You're like that at gigs, aren't you? If they play something that they've you've already seen in the last uh, I last hate, show, you shout boring. I hate seen any it. fast-paced old ones. Is what I hate. Yes, uh, I I don't like anything that I'm familiar with and has an upbeat tempo. I will just yes. shout boring. Play a slow new one. Yeah, I'm seeing Muse this weekend, and as soon as they start playing Man of Harmonica, boring. <laughs> Seen it. <laughs> Seen it before. <laughs> Boring. Do you think you're going to get any uh, checklist ticks? Of course you will. You'll get a woman bunch of... with a harmonica. Yeah, I'll get a couple Ooh. of new. I'll get a couple of songs off What Ping Time that I haven't seen. And apart from that, no. Do you not think? Have you looked at set lists? Nope. Uh, yeah. Well, well, from like the Brazil bit or whatever. But I don't know if they'll mix it up for the Europe. You know. Oh, you would hope that you know. They, when was their last show? It was a little while ago now, wasn't it? A few weeks Hammer at least. Smith. Oh, few, few on the tour. Yeah, pass. So you know they might. Uh, I think it's a different leg, so they might have swapped in and out and uh, some. Oh, maybe we'll get Mercy <sighs> instead of Starlight. Yeah, mate. Yeah, you never know. You never know. What are we doing anyway? What's this? It's on my playlist, isn't it? Oh. Oh, is it? Is it? Is it scary now? Yeah, I think it's like a horror themed sort of. Uh, sort of ordeal right well what if we if we do horror that's on the list that is on the list yeah yeah do we have yeah. a theme or anything or well, well normally we have a thing do you mean a theme is in like the theme for the episode or like a musical well you know, yeah, like, no. we because the theme is sports 
<laughs> the theme is sports, right? But uh, I think, Lucas, you know, you have been tinkering away in the studio with your promised uh, remix. And it's it's just grown and grown and grown in sort of size and stature, hasn't it, I suppose? Yeah, it's Chinese democracy, basically. You've got so. a kind of... You have to put the orchestra away in advance, is what I've found. I, I just, it just needs a lot more time in the oven. Yeah, fair. And so I said, oh, well, I'll, I'll do another one. Uh, and then I didn't. So <laughs> I don't know where that leaves us. It's <laughs> Steve. Well, 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 don't worry, guys. <laughs> I've stepped in. Okay, you can start. Well, it's sports, isn't it? It's a big occasion. And like, uh, I've thrown something together that's a little more something, like a what bit do you fuller. Mean? He's doing, he's more doing, substantial. He's doing crab hands. Something uh, to do with seafood? I, <laughs> It's just Zoidberg. Okay. Are we um, going to throw out? Adam, are we going to throw out predictions as to what it's doing? It's a bit. It's a bit uh, of an occasion, isn't it? Sports pageant. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be grand. It's going to be big. It's going to be. I reckon it's going to be. I reckon it's going to be like Vindaloo, but instead of Vindaloo, it's going to be like tikka masala. I don't think that he has done something recently. I think huh? this has been on the cards for a while. Don't. Huh? <laughs> you don't know how long. Um, so, well, with with. Without further ado, it's a do. It's a Jew. Without <laughs> no. further a Jewish person. A Jew. Okay, fine. It's not a better? Jew. It's not further a do. It's not a d i e u. It's it's further a do. A d o. Much ado Without about nothing. Ado. Much ado about no. Get it with sounds it. like I'm. Get yeah, it sounds it. like I'm being bad. All right, is the playlist? Is the bloody theme song? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The ultimate playlist. What do you think? Oh, okay. I mean, Steve, it's much better than the first one. It's so much better than the first one. Is it? Why are you fucking around with remixes when we had that just sat around? (laughs) It's like, it's like, it's not been sat around. I did it just like, just threw it together in the last half an hour. It's like, it's like daytime TV. It's lovely. That is Steve. Can you send me the can you send me the the stems for that as well? Because I need stems of that. I need to incorporate that into. The other one. I need oh, to. They God, both need to be involved. Too big. It's getting well, no, it's, too it's big. A symf- it's a symphony, isn't it? So you need to pull it from a lot of different places. You know. Do you, you want to hear it again? This is my opus. Now, yeah, actually, one. I kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it sounds like something off the Ultra Vivid Lament. <laughs> it does. I do miss the bit where it has a oh. lovely. Uh, I I do miss the uh, lots of different themes bit. I have to you know because oh, yeah. I think that okay. does have the title of it, but it doesn't actually have what this show is all about. And this show is about yeah. lots of different themes, lots of different themes, lots of different themes. And also, I'm having an ultimate time right now. I don't know about you guys. Exactly. And the the theme tune doesn't kind of offer that up. Is it? maybe Lucas's remix is going to be the final one, the the one that kind of bridges the gap between the two I, I do need those stems uh, he does need okay, those stems that's fine. he does need yeah. those stems there's a lot can I let you in on a secret yeah I wrote that as a song that I meant to be taken seriously no you didn't I was like this is really good actually and then realised it's not and this is really good it's really synthy this oh, is great no. And then I realised it just sounds like a theme tune to a TV show. It, it sounds like <laughs> it, it sounds like something they would play during the goal competition on Match of the Day yeah and well that's the way isn't I it would work isn't that 
appropriate because, of course, today on the Ultimate Playlist, uh, it's it's the first theme that we've picked out that was suggested by us. Uh, I think it was suggested by me, um, and it's the first one we've picked out that was also that was it required listener choices for songs, and of course, the theme is sports. Uh, sports, sports. Uh, I we'll get to the whole people had to pick or whatever. But first, I mean, what did the theme mean to you? What immediately sprang to your mind? These are the rules. Sports, oh, obvious songs that are f- f- that used for sports. Mm-hmm. Not anything interpretive about yeah. great songs that might be about sports or not about sports. In some of these cases, yep, sure. Uh, it, my mind went straight to. What songs are used during sports? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the that's match of the quite... day theme tune. Oh, well, did we nearly get the match of the day theme tune? I thought I'd say I'd say some, some things that came to my mind because I think I can tell you because I don't think they're going to come up again. Was right, like yeah. y'all ready for this? Because that's like the Chicago Bulls, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I believe I can fly by R. Kelly. Uh, obviously, oh, but I'm not giving in airtime. I'm not giving in airtime. And, and then you know other you're songs. You're being like one of those sticks, Adam, that you turn. Uh, uh, and then uh, and you're really bad at doing that, Steve. What? That's terrible. That's bad. That's it. That's bad. That's rubbish. No, it's rubbish because it doesn't go back up at the end. He sounds like he should be featured on the gang vocals of one of the songs that we've got. It goes. It goes. Oh, oh. That's that. That's the closer. Okay. Okay. I haven't put much thought into it. That's great. We should It doesn't go up at the end. Right, we strive for right. accuracy on this show. Uh, strive for accuracy. Uh, 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 other so- songs from the Space Jam theme tune that, from the Space Jam soundtrack that almost uh, Welcome was to used the was, Quad, jam. was Quad City DJs, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the main song. Uh, I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. That one, yeah. What is that? Fly is it just from like Space Jam? Eagle, let that spirit carry me. I wanna fly. It's great. It sounds uh, lighthouse family adjacent. I mean, it's yeah, it's similar. <laughs> um, a bunch of anything from Space Jam went straight to my mind, and then I thought, no, let's do really, let's be serious. And it's uh, it's interesting that you instantly went uh, songs because I always go like, what what imagery does the theme conjure for me? And immediately, well, is the imagery not just some sports? Well, yeah, but it is. But I, what I found very interesting about what immediately came to me was American sports. Oh, interesting. Like, yeah. I never think about British sports when someone says sport. And I think it's because of the word. I always, the word sport, I always want to say it sport. Sport. Like, EA I find sports. Well, no, we say sport. Americans say sports. Sports. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, so just... I, I went American as well. I mean, my first pick, immediate. Immediately went to that. Wait, hang on. Yeah, we, immediately. What, what, we say, what's your favourite sport? Yeah. yeah. An American wouldn't say, what's your favourite sports, though, would they? Do you like sports? Yeah, but yeah. we'd say that as well. We'd say, do you like sports? We wouldn't say, do you uh, like sports? We sport? would also say, do you, yeah, do you like sport? Would you say do that? You, do you watch sport? Yeah. 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 Do you watch sport? Yeah. yeah. Both language. are correct. Both language. are fine. Um, yeah, language, am I right? But I, I always want to put an, an American twang on the word sports or sports. sports. Um, because EA sports. Also, just a very American thing, like the inherent... I always think of, like, ceremony 
and energy and pageantry when it comes to sports. And, and that's a very American uh, kind of thing. Sports itself means fuck all to me. Well, I think that's probably the thing is of all the themes to come out, I don't think it means much to any of us. No. We're not really sports We're not, guys. The are most we? sports uh, not is really probably sports. Adam. Yeah. Because don't you watch the basketball? You watch the basketball. I do watch the basketball. And that is immediately what sprang to my mind is basketball. And I've picked zero basketball tracks. And then Steve used mm. to be a bit more into the footy than he is now. I tried so that my dad would like me. It just you just realise he's never gonna like you because you've got yeah. another brother and why would no, he? No, I realise that I just yeah. I just don't care. I don't care about football. I've I tried to be a football guy. I was like, I went. You know, I quite like going to games. Like that's quite an occasion. I think they're called matches. Atmosphere, sports games, <laughs> and uh, but like I, I would people would be like, who do you support? And I'd be like, Southampton. Uh, and they go, oh man, your player this this season. He's been. And he, they're going to get in. And I and I immediately go, I I I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. I I I, I don't I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care about football. Did you I don't guys, care about sports. Did you, did you guys not play any sports when you were younger, though? That's when you have most in touch with your sports. You badminton. played basketball. And you Mate, played I was badminton. a point guard. I played for the, I played for the Solent Stars. Were you? Did you I actually? Yeah. That's cool. How has this never come up? It has. Has it? Yeah. I don't, I don't think I knew that. Mate, I was a point Lucas, guard. Because you're four foot eight. I was a point guard, <laughs> wasn't I? Little and, little and spicy, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I played for like two teams, three teams at the same time. Ooh. Did you ever play against yourself? What's that mean? <laughs> well, did, did one, what, like a dark version of me, like one that's like inverted. Did one of the no. three teams that you played for yeah. go up against one of the other three teams that you played for? Yeah. Oh, I assume the same day. Yeah, different leagues, wasn't it? Different leagues. Okay. Different oh, of leagues. course, yeah, yeah. Leagues apart. Leagues my brother apart. played it as well. My brother, I mean, my brother's like 6'3". He's a bit more suitable for basketball. Sure. Uh, and I did it because he did it and I was, I was quite good. And, and then I stopped. Why did you stop? Uh, everyone else got better and I kind of got to my plateau. You plateaued, yeah. I kind of got to the point where I was like, I'm not going to get any better than this or take this any more seriously. Once I stopped being the best player in my school, I stopped enjoying it. Because <sighs> there was a period where I was probably the best player on the on the school team. Sure. And then a few other kids got better than me because I'd been playing it longer because I'd been playing for like the local team. Of course. And then and then once a few other kids got better, I, I, I lost all interest. Also, at that point, I discovered skateboarding, my other sport. Oh, cool. Uh, well, yeah, and of course. Weed. Yeah. We came, a, we came a little bit later. Oh, okay. All right. That is, that is the discovering of many athletes' dreams, I think, discovering yeah. drugs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so skateboarding and basketball. Swimming for me. And pro wrestling. You, know, you did ice skating too. I did figure skating. Well, I played ice yeah. hockey. And so I um, took up figure skating to get better on the old, the old blades, you know. Yeah. But I ended up being quite good at figure skating, and that ended up being like my primary focus for a little while. I can do all the jumps and the spins, guys. Well, I say I can. I could. I probably can't yeah. anymore. But there was a point where I was doing all sorts of fucking axles and jumps and stuff. Is your favourite film Blades of Glory? Yeah, that's my favourite film. Uh, also, <laughs> I've just remembered I more recently was into climbing, which yeah, I just didn't even think about. And I, I was quite into that and a lot more recently. Uh, it's not yeah. really sport, though, is it? I mean, I it is, really, but like... I haven't really done anything recently. I, I used to be on my school's football team. And I, and I was really good at swimming. I was like the best in Hampshire. 
Uh, of all I people, just, <laughs> adults, everyone. Yeah, yeah. I was the best, you, yeah. when you were 10, was the, the best. best swimmer yeah, in Hampshire. Just the best. Just the fucking best. I've got a medal. It just says the best on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it. Really. <laughs> it, all just sort of, it all sort of just faded away. Steve, I don't remember you ever being on a team or doing anything with your life. I played Sorry. badminton. I used to go to Sorry, club badminton after school. And all the way to badminton. Badminton, yeah. yeah. I was good at badminton. And then the same thing happened where I was just like, one, wasn't getting any better. Two, really got bored. We can all, we can all be good at badminton, mate. My dog Minton ate a shuttlecock. Fuck off. Badminton. Dude. Yeah. I love Tim. Uh, what's his name? Tim Vine. That's him, right? Yeah. yeah. Is it? I, I know from Adam and Joe, actually. I, I know from Adam and Joe. Stand Tim Vine. Um, I tell you what, in terms of songs and stuff that immediately sprang to mind, other than my relationship to sports or whatever, I obviously, you can hear me on the the last episode go, Huey Lewis in the news, uh, because they have an album that's called Sports. (laughs) But um, then I remember The Power of Love, it's not on that record. So What's The Power of Love like from, though? Uh, Back to the Future, I believe. But I mean, in terms of like sports? The album's called Sports. The album would have been called Sports. So you you just wanted to pick it because the album's called Sports and The Power of Love was the song you wanted to pick. That's right, yeah. You could have picked a different Huey Lewis, the new song. I could, but I don't like the other ones as much. Yeah. (laughs) Although they're interesting because they they invented a certain sound of uh, like 80s rock. It's not really important. Uh, Lucas, one thing I was very surprised not to uh, see on here were any entrance themes for wrestlers. I considered it, but (laughs) is is that sport though, is it? Yeah, I sport? think it is. Yeah, yeah. sports you entertainment. You interpret it however you like. Sports entertainment, isn't it? You can interpret it however you like. It's scripted. A, a few, a few occasions where on, on this playlist where sports mentioned briefly, and on one yeah, song yeah. not mentioned at all. But I, I, but I took it more seriously. But I took it more seriously than that. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I just thought you know, wrestlers. It's, it's, it's not sports, is it? It's not competitive. It it's is scripted. It's it's theatre. It's theatre. So is bloody uh, cricket these days. If you uh, believe all the allegations about match fixing and stuff, don't so, know what you know, you're I, referencing. I'm not. I'm are. not sure what I'm referencing. I think this is something from about 15 years ago. We, we can't. We can't talk about sports. We're I've rubbish at this. No idea. No, no. It's not here about all the things with the football. Oh, that team's going to get promoted, and they've got a really small. They've got a really small ground. Wrexham. No, 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 smaller than no, Wrexham. Yeah, but smaller. No, but higher because they're in much because they're going to go up to the Premiership. They're like you've seen. I'm that sorry, TikTok. the TikTok yeah. of someone going again, up into their stadium and to go up to the stadium, you walk through you know some stairs and you can mm. just see into people's gardens because they're right yeah. next to the stadium because it's not you know a huge stadium surrounded by car parks. Yeah. It's yeah. literally next to someone's house. Mm. And what's the team? I've no idea. Yeah, there we go. It doesn't, we just can't. We're not. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, let's talk. What about, about the music. team Ted Lasso? That's something. Sports. Richmond. Richmond FC, not a real team. AFC Richmond. Thank you very much. Not a real team. My boys. When I play FIFA, uh, I always name them something like Football Club FC because that that's very really, funny. Like or I, like something like uh, <laughs> Football United FC or something like that. Yeah, I think that's really the, funny. Town United. You like make the sim, the sim when you play the Sims and you make like Graham John and he's just a guy. Yeah, he just, <laughs> he just does it. He's got does a normal a routine. He's got a normal yeah. routine. He gets up at six a.m. He makes breakfast. He goes to work. He comes home. Uh, yeah. He makes dinner. He has a shower. He looks at the picture. He goes to bed. <laughs> 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 That's tonight's what is the, but what is the picture? It's just a picture he's got a hug on the wall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, at work, he's like, I can't wait. I think it's Friday. I get to go home and look at the picture. <laughs> get to look at the picture. Oh, it's the weekend. It's two whole days of looking at the picture. <laughs> um, the, the other sport that I, I, try, I kind of thought about was like, obviously, I'm doing a lot of running at the moment. Yeah, that's a sport. I kind of like didn't really know what to do. Like, what? What's that? Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, stick on the playlist theme list. Um, songs to run to. There you go. And yeah, but they wouldn't mean though. anything to me because I just found it by looking up a playlist. That's fine. You know? That's fine. When I run, I don't listen to a running playlist. I listen to the music I have to because of my homework. Do you actually? That seems that seems ridiculous. Well, I have <laughs> to. It's the time I get. It's some time to listen to this fucking stupid music. Do you know how many songs we've got to listen to at the moment in the bank? Eight. Fifty-six. That's a lot, isn't it? That's a lot. Fifty-six. Mm. And whose fault was that, Lucas? Who pitched the episode with the most on? <laughs> I didn't pitch when we were going to do it. I didn't, yeah. pitch it for, I didn't pitch it for when we're crunching for a month off, did I? <laughs> crunching is sports, isn't it? No. Let's talk about the music because uh, we we obviously we picked it out. It didn't have anything attached to it, so we had to put it out to the listeners. And the way the way we've picked them is is fairly interesting. So. Uh, the first one that, that was picked was just because it literally had like the most number of suggestions or the most number of likes or whatever. Um, and on, should we just on, go on, Patre- on Patreon, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. On, on the on the comments on the on on the post, I, I put it up saying this is the theme. You need to make suggestions. Should we just play the song? Yeah, I don't actually remember whose songs was whose. By the way. Oh, that's interesting. Apart from what, my two and one of Steve's. Well, that's very interesting, isn't it? Hmm. Here's the one that was picked by some of our listeners. Uh, a, a few people picked this. Uh, two people picked this, maybe, at exactly the same time. But we'll get on to it once we've heard a little bit of it. Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. They think it's all over, but it is now. doesn't sound a whole lot different to the theme tune I did for this episode. <laughs> it really doesn't, does it? it really yeah, I hate to start on a negative. What a load of bollocks. Yeah. This song, right, did they did, did they get approached to say, write a sports ball song? And yeah. then they went, we've got a song that's got nothing yeah. to do with sport, but we'll chuck a verse in at the end <laughs> to do with football. Yeah. Because up until the, the like third verse, 
It doesn't reference anything that could even be hinted about being about sport. Disagree. And then it, right at the end, it starts going, we'll sing it for England. <laughs> England. England. But the, everything, the first two no, verses, man, chorus, some... everything, it's just like generic New Order sounds. Some, so, some of the first verses are create the space and it's one-on-one, no? Well, there's a lot of references to being one-on-one, despite football being 11 aside. Idiots. <laughs> no, but, no, but you go into one-on-one things, don't you? Where one no, not the, the football ball, or the other. Yeah, not, 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 it's not. 11 v 11 in the middle of the pitch 20, and you follow the ball round. 22 kids chasing a ball. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they kids, Adam? Because he, he said school, I suppose. Yeah, usually that's where you find them. Is well, okay. if you're looking, if you're looking for kids, I'm, I don't go out looking. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Remember, if you're looking for kids, you'll find them at the school. Yeah. Um, look, anyway, shut up. It's World in Motion by yep. New Order. This was picked by Rory McNamara and Vaughan Walton, who suggested it at basically the same time. They were the first two commenters, and they both just went "vumph." World in Motion uh, by New Order. Um, I tell, uh, instantly. I bloody love sports, okay? And that's one thing that everyone knows about me is how much I love sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was absolutely indecipherable to me. Let's see what they said. Vaughan said, uh, the official England World Cup song in 1990, it's got a great chantable chorus. There's members of the England squad actually singing on it. Plus, it's basically the only good football song ever written, uh, which I think we probably have some things to, to yeah, say about that. But first, Rory that. said... If nothing else, it could lead to some very interesting comments on the podcast about New Order. Well, uh, I hate to break this to Rory, but uh, before we talk about the song, what is our history with New Order? Because I don't really have one. Do you guys? Uh, I know Blue Monday. Yes. Yeah, I know Blue Monday. Isn't there one that goes, the day would never come? Is that one? Maybe that might be a different band. Used to be Joy Division. Yes, that's really that's all it, I know about them. That is it. Yeah, I mean, my knowledge of them is my knowledge of them is they used to be Joy Division, but someone's not in them. I guess Ian Curtis. Yes. Yeah. And they're and they're from what I remember hearing in the few songs of either band I've heard, I think they're better. What new order than better than Joy Division? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I I think they're so different. Uh, especially in the later part of New Order's career, that they're pretty much different bands. I don't think you can really compare them and go, oh, well, they are different bands. Or... They've got different names, aren't they? That's why they're different yeah, bands. Yeah, well, well, interestingly, this song has a, technically should have a different uh, artist name under it. I know the one that's on Spotify is by New Order, but actually they changed their artist name for this song. It's technically called England New Order. Um, oh, like just all one word as well, England New Order, uh, with England in capitals and uh, New Order, that thing where it's a capital N and a capital O, but the rest is all lower. England New Order, uh, that's how it's said. Uh, talk to me, I've got a little bit of like the history of the song, which I think is interesting and it's it's vaguely, it's ha- hazy in my memory because I've read about this song before. What did you think of the song other than, of course, it's absolute drivel? It's, uh, yeah, my main thing was like, I just thought this is a song they already had and they bolted some shit on, like the sort of the last third. But they sort of went, it doesn't sound very football y. We're singing for England, England. Well, her, what do you think about John song. Barnes rapping? Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's the point where it turns. Yeah. There's only that's one the way point. to beat them. Get round the back. Catch me if you can, because I'm the England man. I love that so much. <laughs> it's my highlight of the whole playlist. I'm really good at doing a rap. He's doing it in that way that is syncopated or unsyncopated. 
Well, it's, it's unsyncopated, but in order to get that in, you syncopated it. Yeah, yeah. it's unsyncopated. The way yeah. that that very 90s way of rapping, which is rapping to yes. the feet, and I'm rapping to the beat. I'm doing a Good rap rhyme. to the beat of the rap song. But the song oh, there I mean, was syncopated. I mean, you, you haven't really got... You know, the, I don't think you're even as it. good as John Barnes. <laughs> yeah, I'd say he's got one up on you. I can yeah. do the fast verse of Rap God. Yeah, don't. Yeah, easy. <laughs> don't. It's easy. That's my request to you. I'm um, gonna do it. I'm <laughs> Eminem and I'm a rapping man. I'm gonna do it now. I'm gonna do the plan. And See? I'm gonna kill easy. my mum and kill my wife because I'm Eminem and that's my life. That's how he raps. That's yeah, yeah, he did do it. That's pretty good. good. Yeah, that is Eminem. Um, It's interesting. It it does sound like just a general New Order song. I imagine in 1990, this got people pumped, right? Mm -hmm. It's, uh, you know, uh, the the, the press officer for the FA at the time, who we all know, let's all say it together, David Blomfield. David (laughs) Blomfield. He found David Blofeld. Uh, he, he, he found all In of the, the course, previous... He's the architect of... Uh... It's actually author. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, no. What a stupid idiot to make that he's kind author. of mistake. We did cover this yeah. on a recent episode. Stupid idiot to make that kind of mistake. Um, he found all of the previous official World Cup songs to be very dull, and he was watching a football show on TV, mm. and over the credits at the end was a New Order song, and he was also a, like a, a fan of... Um, of Joy Division, and and so he asked Tony Wilson, who you might recognise name. I guess he's the head of Factory Records, uh, who you know obviously signed Joy Division early on, and New Order were were signed to. He, he asked Tony Wilson if New Order wanted to contribute the official song for the Italy 1990 World Cup, and Tony Wilson immediately just went, "Yes, yes, they, they'd love to do that. Yeah, absolutely." Wow. What uh, uh is Twenty Four Hour Party people about that? Yes. I know things. You do know things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, ju- ju- like, they have people playing Joy Division slash New Order, and they have people playing uh, all sorts of musicians in that, uh, in that film, don't they? And it's Steve Coogan as Tony Wilson. I know things. Yeah, well done, mate. Well done. It's a good, it's good colour. It's good, it's good trivia. So th- and then the band started writing the song, and they, they brought in the comedian Keith Allen. Do you know Keith Allen? Lily Allen's dad. Um, right. To help write the lyrics with some humour in them. So that if people did not like the song, they could just go, oh, well, it's a joke, isn't it? You know, it's just a right. bit of fun, and, and that's fine. Um, Keith Allen also, he wrote, uh, later on, he went on to write Vindaloo, that other great football song. That right. is not an official one, but is like, you know. I it, mean, it's, it's one of those like semi-officials, isn't it? It's, it's quasi In the pantheon official. of incredible so football it, songs. <laughs> if you want a World Cup or Euro song, you're just getting some comedians. That yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. as apparently. we will discover okay. on the next episode. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, and of course, they get the whole England squad involved. Um, well, I, I, uh, I say the whole England squad. The FA requested that the squad get involved, and six of them turned up to the recording session. Right. Uh, yeah. John Barnes, obviously, Peter Beardsley, Paul Gascoigne was there, Gazza himself, Steve McMahon, uh, Chris Waddle, funny hello, and Des Walker. Uh, they all turned up, and I don't know really any of those people. <laughs> do, do you know? I know Paul Gascoigne, and mm. I know Chris Waddle from the Far Show. But... Yeah. Why is he in the Far? Is he in the Far Show? No, he's What's not in it. Th- th- but they always Chris used to Waddle. say th- 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 Chris Waddle. That's Glenn it. Hoddle. Yes, <laughs> and Glenn Hoddle. <laughs> yeah. 
the other players uh, did not want to be associated with it, or they didn't know who New Order were. Um, weren't they big? They, they, they were, but they were, they were quite alternative at the time. Um, Gary Lineker specifically did not want to be involved because he was working on his own single for the World Cup called If We Win It All, which was very poorly received, and I can't find any record of it at all. Oh, uh, I thought we were going to hear it. No, I cannot find the song at all. I can only find like vague mentions of it and like whisperings upon the wind of this famous Ooh. Gary Lineker novelty single. God, he's uh, done well to remove it from the internet. Yeah, I know, right? It's that's crazy. Um when they arrived for the recording studio, right, I think that the lyrics had yet to be written. So that might be something <laughs> to do with it, Lucas, because they were all just, even the players were like, okay, but what about this line? Um, they only had hell. like the backing track to work on. And the rap was Keith Allen's idea. It's intended to be deliberately silly. Uh, the original idea was was to have all the players take turns doing like a line each. They'd be like trading off on the rap. But then that kind of didn't work. And so they decided to audition each player doing the whole rap and give it to whoever was best. Um, Beardsley, Gascoigne, McMahon and Walker were all deemed unsuitable, either due to their broad northern accents or just the inability to keep to the rhythm. So John Barnes obviously does it. But we do have the outtakes if you want to hear other footballers having a go at the rap from World in Motion. Right, here we go. Here we go. That's, that's their gang vocals. You got to hold and give, but do it at the right time. You can't be slow or fast, you must get to the line. There's always hurt you and help you. Defend and attack, there's only one way to beat Not bad. Get right Not bad. Oh, that's a stumble, yeah, tripped, stumble tripped there. Tripped him up the rhythm there. All right, here we go. Wait to hear Gaza. I think this might be Gaza. That piano is very 90s, isn't it? They're all... <laughs> Why are they doing an act? Why is they're he putting all on a voice? Because it's rapping. They're all putting on slightly American accents. Get round the back, catch me. You can't see <laughs> what you're looking at. It's a yeah, that is guys, I can hear <laughs> the Geordie. Okay, I think this last one is Beardsley. Uh, this one is the worst one by far. Oh, to hold and give, but you at the right time. You can be slow or fast, but you must get to the line. They'll always hit you and hurt you. Imagine they'd put this in the episode, in the song. <laughs> oh God! He skips up. Because I'm the England man, and what you're looking at is a master plan. We ain't no hooligan. This ain't the football. All the same intonation for every line. Wow, that's absolutely incredible. Uh, I've just realised something. <laughs> yeah. Not all of our listeners are English. Yeah, yeah. So we should clarify for the confused Americans out there that it's kind of a bit of a tradition in in England, and maybe in other countries, I don't know, that for like things like the World Cup, major sporting events, there'll generally be a charity 
terrible football song. Oh, it's the same for every country. In everywhere, they all do every, it. Every year for the World Cup, there's a playlist where you can see like all 36 or whatever it is, uh, like uh, countries, like official anthems. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, originally, it was going to be called E for England, uh, with the lyrics E is for England. England starts with E. We'll all be smiling when we're in Italy. Which I think is not bad. Right, so it was in Italy. That was also why the Arriva Derci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Italia line. ninety. Um, uh, that that version was vetoed by the FA when they realised that they were singing about ecstasy. Yeah, that was uh, Keith Allen and uh, sort of like uh, New Order trying to get in some references to their, you know, the hacienda indie dance music scene that they that they came out of. I mean, it's pretty crap, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, the first, you know, the bit that's not football. Mm. is a fairly normal kind of 80s New Order type song, right? Yeah. Like, Dior, I can't think of any other New Order songs. I know a bunch. Blue Monday. Them. Yeah, Blue Monday. Yeah, it's obviously. not a million miles away from Blue Monday. It's got that classic. It's got all the which dance even music. Is- True Faith. Of the- it sounds like True, True Faith. True Faith is what I'm thinking of. Yes. What oh. is Blue Monday? Which one's that? How does it feel to treat me like you do? Yeah, I know. Is that it? Yeah, that was good. But it was important that you did the face and the body that you just did there. I was doing a little march, wasn't I? And you've done it again. You've hunched your shoulders up to make yourself like... I'm in, I'm embodying a synth bass. This is what a synth oh, bass yes. looks like. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear something absolutely mad? Uh, this remains, to this day, New Order's only number one single. Is it really? Okay. Yeah, God, I thought Blue Monday would That's got to be one? absolutely devastating for New Order, hasn't it? That's got to be absolutely devastating. Um, they play it live Shite. sometimes. They play it live at like festivals. They, they bring really? on Keith Allen. Yeah, they bring on Keith right. Allen to do it with them. Does he do the rap? I think he might do. Uh, it's a bit like when they bring out Phil Daniels to do a uh, part life for the bigger gigs, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, you know, that's not making it on, is it? Let's face it. No. <laughs> I mean, oh, no. That's, no. <laughs> that's pretty, it's a pretty poor show. It's the other one. We're going to choose the other one. It's a pretty... <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? The great thing, I was... the great thing is, I, I don't know what the other one is. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I tell you what, walking around in Brighton in the sun and listening to this was like kind of fun, but I, fun. an all right yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, I, I don't, heard it before, and you know, I don't hate it. Yeah. I never got I mean, angry. I hate, I hate it, but I don't hate it. I didn't make me angry. No, no it didn't, no. didn't make me angry. Um, there's nothing on the actually. Do you know what? Looking at it, nothing on this playlist made me angry. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Steve, you're up next. Uh, let's oh. go with your pick. Why don't you introduce okay. it? This is American Football Never Meant.
<laughs> That's good. Put it right down. Record it. Record it. Yeah. I bloody love sports. 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 This is so energetic and sports. It's, called, it's by the band American Football, isn't it? Mm. So that that's yeah, and sport. that's and that's where it begins and ends, right? Yes, yeah, pretty much. I, th- I think I messaged him saying, "Steve, if you haven't put American football on this playlist, now is your chance." <laughs> but you, you already I think had. it was what it was. What the fuck are you playing at? I think it's something like that. If you haven't done it, what's yeah. wrong with you? Um, yeah, this is the first time I think that we've picked it. Ba- someone's picked it based purely on the title and not what the song's about, right? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, didn't I pick something at one point that was like real loose? Oh, you picked something that was loose. Uh, Dancing in the Moonlight for a party banger. Yeah, I think that's that was pretty nice. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's, that's American yes. football are an loose American band. Mm. They're an American band from... Are they uh, a football band? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, so only half of their name is correct. Oh, no. In, in, uh, American foot band. In the States, are they called American soccer? <laughs> yep. Uh, soccer was they're called... Just, they're uh, just fo- called football. <laughs> football was called soccer here first. Before we change it to football. Oh, fucking Yeah, but Steve, that doesn't, that doesn't work facts. with the narrative, Steve. Steve, this is exactly your kind of shit, so why don't you tell us about your shit? Go on, mate. American Football, an American band from Urbana, Illinois, originally active from 1997 till 2000, and again, beginning with 2014 and onwards. Um, despite the group's short initial lifespan, their self-titled debut album, which this song is of, became one of the most acclaimed emo and math rock records of its era. Never meant it, it's sort of seen as the like quintessential Midwest emo song, isn't it? If you're going to I mean, describe it's what the, the TikTok genre is. song on TikTok, if you're going to have a clip of someone saying something sad, and Steve hates that I'm saying it's a TikTok song, but it's true, Steve. If someone says something sad, and then someone will pick up a guitar, go for sure. I think that that comes pre TikTok though. Um, that that's the reason the band reformed is because suddenly they were popular, right? Um. It had grown in stature over the sort of like fourteen years between it was its release mm. and uh, and them reforming, which is crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, but if you're going to describe like what if someone asks you what it is, you'd show them this. This like the, the definitive Midwest emo song, like right? Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah. On that, it refers to the emo scene and or subgenre that was developed in the 1990s in Midwestern United States. Uh, employing unconventional vocal stylings, distinct guitarists, and arpeggiated melodies, Midwest emo bands shifted away from the genre's hardcore punk roots and drawn indie rock and math rock approaches. Um, on that, the song's in six four, which and you can hear the six beat counting at the start. I prefer um, three two. You prefer three two, do impossible. Um, it's often seen as a song with like a really strange timing, but it's not particularly weird. But like, I think the way the riff and the drum pattern play along. The six beats gives it like an uneven sound, but yeah, this is absolutely my shit. It's it's so earnest. It's so. Oh, oh. It is. I mean, I, I mean, I I did a bit over the uh, when we were listening to it. The, the, the listeners didn't hear, which is just singing. I've got feelings. It's good. And hey, but you did it in the voice though. You did it in sorry. the proper. Voice. I've got feelings. Sorry. Yeah, which is which is perfect. That's like exactly. It. I think I think it is. Um, People talk about the timing, Steve, and I know you said, like, oh, it's not that mad, it's only 6-4. Both of the guitar parts are in different time signatures. Um, there are two guitar parts going on, and that is, I mean, that's the thing, right, is that when they recorded this, correct me if I'm wrong, they were barely even a band. Like, most members considered it a side project 
and the songs were solely written in experiments in time signatures and how two guitars like work together. Every song on that first album's in a different guitar tuning. So they're just sort of fucking around. They don't have a bassist. <laughs> there's there's no bass right. on this song at yeah, all. Yeah. It's just oh, a very yeah. like it's, it's it's a low tuned uh guitar. And then they recorded it and they broke up just like yeah. within the year after it being released. N- not because they were like, "Oh, you fucking suck." They just moved away. They formed in college and they just all then moved to different cities. Uh and then yeah, it just kind of all like snowboard and snowboard and snowboard. And you said about um the distinct vocal stylings or whatever. I think it comes from this mm-hmm. a little bit because so like I I think the lyrics I think I think they were a, if you read them they're very simple. Yeah. I think yeah. they were probably a bit of an afterthought if you bear yeah. in mind how the songs were created. It's a song um, about falling out of love and it's saying things you didn't really mean. It's really simplistic but like Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 joy of this song isn't isn't the vocals at all? They're there as another instrument. It's it's all in the guitars, yes, and the interweavings and the drums. The drums are as much as part of the riff as that guitar, and it's and it's doing that beat in the background um, with the interesting kind of accents on the hi hat or the ride bell. Like, um, oh, I just love it. It's just such a great, like you said, it does feel like an experiment in just kind of what kind of things we can do with timing and stuff. And but it works so well. I just get lost in this song. Yeah, but what I was saying about the vocals before you rudely interrupted me mm. was that that style that Lucas got like spot on. I'd be—I I know it doesn't solely come from this, but I would say this has a, a lot of influence on on that kind of stuff. The the yelping, particularly, um, which comes from the fact that uh, they would practice without a PA. They right. didn't have vocals, so he would just try and shout yeah. over everybody and and everybody could barely hear what he was saying and then when it came time to record it that was the first time that they would heard the lyrics or, or the vocals or whatever and they just kind of kept that vibe i guess the vocals are mixed very, like you said they're another instrument right they're mixed yeah. very, low, very low as though yeah. he's like struggling to be heard over the band um and i like it here and i'm famously famously if i'm not famous for anything else i'm famous for strongly disliking that style of vocals i think infamous because it's very affected in a lot of cases but it doesn't feel affected here it feels like all the other bands are like well i'm going to do what american football did with their vocals but i'm going to mix them very high so that you can definitely hear them what was the uh, one that we did where you said it sounded affected it was on steve bickard yeah bickard by bickard yeah, whereas here it just sounds very natural. It just sounds like uh, some guys getting together, jamming in the room. And that whole uh, album is that. It, it, if yeah. you listen to the album, it's this. It's this with lots of other different kind of variations of this. Um, but yeah, it's like the song's repetitive, but like the way the song kind of builds around that um, that idea that's thrown at you at the very beginning. The song mm. guitar parts, and just, I just love the. Lovely. I love it. <laughs> Can uh, I throw out a Lucas classic catchphrase? Yeah. Don't rate. Don't rate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I would not uh, associate you with Midwest emo in any no, kind of No, when I was listening to emo music, I was listening to to, to, to grumpy emo. So, no, this is grumpy. Uh, to, uh, Angry. Know, black, black clothes emo, not yeah, family yeah, yeah. emo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, which yeah. evolved from this. That, that's the thing. Yes. Um, oh, it's my one came first. Oh. I'm more, I'm more original. No, this isn't the one that I... I've gone back to this. 
you know what this evolved from? This evolved from like Rise Bruce, of Spring and stuff, right? Bruce Springsteen. Oh. Yeah, like yeah, you know, we like talked about it, right? Wave, isn't it? The, Where's the, Rise of Spring then? Who are like widely considered one of the like uh, uh, pioneers of the emo genre, the original emo genre? I wrote, I wrote an essay about them at college. You're saying words I don't know. Rites of Spring. They're a Springsteen band. Yeah, I think they're widely considered one of like the early emo, like you know, influence influences. I mean, they they were only active from 1983 to 1986. Who? Uh, Rites of Spring or American Football? Rites of Spring. Uh, so uh, yeah, th- but they're a hardcore punk band, right? Is what I'm reading here. I don't fucking know, mate. I wrote an essay about it about 15, 20 years ago. I don't remember. Well, did your, did your essay at all include the fact that musically, Rites of Spring increased the frenetic violence and visceral passion of hardcore punk while simultaneously experimenting with its compositional rules? Maybe. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. Maybe they, were, maybe they were chapter one and there wasn't there. I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, something I do have to say is uh, I like music with this vibe. But I don't listen to a lot of it. I find that a small amount of it goes a very long way. How do you feel I, about that? I agree. Like I, Angel Delight. Oh, yeah, exactly <laughs> like that. Because a whole butterscotch is a bit much. I, I mean, I would never make less than a whole Angel Delight, personally. Yeah, because what are you going to do? Just keep it in the cup? No. You've got to eat it, but it's a bit sick. much. Um, I feel good sick. The, yeah, the, I listened to this whole album on a nice walk recently. Um, and. I liked it, but like you do get a bit like, yeah, okay. Like, okay, yeah, we, give me we this. get it, American yeah, football. Yeah. Yeah. We you get have it. feelings. <laughs> yeah, we all we have feelings. It. Have you, I, uh, you, I was going to say, let's doesn't, not yeah. paint everybody with that brush here. <laughs> um, what, uh, where do you land on the, on the newer albums? Have you heard them? No, I've, I've had this album. I've heard other songs by them in Big like Lucas a energy there. Format. Big Lucas energy. <laughs> yeah. I love oh, this. Yeah. I don't want to listen to any more. But that's because a little bit goes a long way, right? Yeah. You, you hear this one album and you go, I get it. It's fine. The other two are very good. They're both called American Football. Uh, all of their what? albums are called American Football. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which is, which is interesting. Um, did you see they recently bought the house that's on the front cover? Because that's like really? a famous. Yeah, that's a famous house now. Um, and people like... Very sad. Uh, emo. And I'm not saying sad as in like, oh, it's, it's sad to do this. I'm saying if you listen to this music, you are inherently a bit of a sad boy with yeah. wearing flannel and, and you have a beard and you wear caps and stuff. Yeah. Um, like trucker caps, you know those? Um, they go visit the house as some kind of like pilgrimage. And it was going to be torn down. So the band and somebody else chipped in together to buy it and will preserve it as a monument to sad boys everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you say it like <laughs> it's this religion, but like someone, so someone I saw a, a video and it was someone covering this at um, a gig and everyone's in their flannel and just like blissing out. And it sounds really great. And someone had commented, uh, this is how I imagine going to church feels. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah, um, fits the theme perfectly as well. It's just so imbued with uh, sports mm. and sporting and sporting mm-hmm. achievements. And, yeah. and I wouldn't be surprised if they played this uh, at the Olympics or something. You know? Yeah. My next now, song is by a band called Tennis. <laughs> I've just looked. At, I've just looked up the album cover. Yeah. Yeah. How do people even know that that what what the like houses it's Enhance. it's like it's like a bit of the house <laughs> Enhance. Yeah. but i think you, you 
I mean, around the time they were only a local band. Like they only beca- they became famous when they were no longer active. Yeah, I know, but uh, even if they're local, like if someone near me was in a band and their their album art was a picture of the side of one of the houses in my development, I wouldn't know which one it was. People probably ask them at shows, "Where's that house?" and go, "Oh, it's such and such down that avenue," and they'd be like, "Doxed." Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's even their house. Well, I mean, it is their house now, but it was like a friend of a friend's house or something. Right. So I like, but it must have been a nightmare to live in. Like people just constantly turning up and taking pictures of your house. Being they do sad. that with the uh, yeah. sad. the Breaking Bad yes. house, don't they? And there's a really angry woman that has it fenced yes. off with with a shotgun out and stuff. Uh, and and like the Halloween house and the Friday the Thirteenth yeah. house and all that stuff. They all get visits, don't they? Um, I mean, I've I've seen the Mrs. Doubtfire house. So. Wow, that's wow. incredible! Did you take Whoa. a picture? Is it or is it a house? Both. It is a house. Yeah, I think it looks so. like a house in in San Francisco. The house in yeah. Home Alone is the same house that Monica and Chandler move into uh, when really? they move out of the city. Yeah, I don't believe you. Okay, because that house is <laughs> too big. To that. Monica and Chandler aren't, aren't aren't presented as millionaires. You see two rooms, maybe. Oh, so it's, you only see the, the inside of the house is definitely a set, Steve. Lucas, it's you can a, see, it's a it's a studio comedy on you a can stage see outside of the window, and you can see the house is opposite, and you and someone has put them together and lined it up. Right, so it, so it? when they had a fake window Lucas, in in Friends in the studio, I they, didn't, I didn't they, book the they set. just used that they used the road from Home Alone, either intentionally or not. But I'm about it. I mean, I'm reading an article about it. It's a studio comedy. I'm reading an article about it here. I'm spot on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no, nah, I'm not on it. I'm not having it. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Why. <laughs> they, they, they've even it. they've even used uh, a still from the film as the background. It has the same wreath on the door. Is what I'm reading here, which is uh, yeah, that's incredible. Fair play. Right. They must have just had stock footage that they uh, projected, right? Yeah, so it is, but it is on a stage, and they've just used that in the. Yeah, Lucas. Window. Yes, it's not oh, in God, the same house. Yes, you're right. So fucking. Yeah, you're so, right. Yeah, oh, I don't think he said it was so in upset. the same house, though. He just said it's the same house. Yeah. But also, they don't move to Chicago. They no, move but it's to upstate uh, New York. Yeah, okay, but it's but it's consistent. Do you know that movies aren't factual? <laughs> right. <laughs> Lucas went to see Fast 10 uh, a few days ago and he's been trying to do all those things with his car since. Whatever it is that they do in that movie, whether it is what they, they go to space or they build a bridge or whatever. They build a bridge. I like the two different ends of the spectrum there. Space, <laughs> building a bridge. A bridge. Did, they, yeah. did they build a bridge out of cars in one of them? Probably not. Race the no. nu- nuclear sub. Yeah. Good song. Yeah. Very, very much ingrained in the world of sports. Yeah. Uh as I is, love sports. As is my pick. And I love sports as well. This yeah. is American Teenager by Ethel Kane.
bloody love sports. Okay. Sports. <laughs> That's famously, famously. Um, I also really love this song. I really love this whole uh, album by Ethel Kane, who uh, represents this really interesting intersection for me of like uh, heartland rock, you know, so a bit adjacent to the thing that we just, we just heard. Um, kind of long form storytelling, which I'll explain in a bit. And like lo-fi, ambient, dream pop kind of things. I was going to say, I was waiting for you to say dream pop, because we did like some dream pop discussion a few weeks, a few of these ago. And this is cut from very similar cloth to some of the stuff we talked about when we did the video game episode. That is true, but I think this has a little bit more of a a bite to it. It's a little bit more rock. But then the album isn't... um... And that's where I first heard this. I, I heard it on the album Preacher's Daughter, which came out last year, which is 2022, if you're listening to this in the future. And it's also her first album and, and, and only album so far. Um, and the album, it has, it's, it's kind of steeped in this like Southern Gothic uh, sort of mood haze. And it goes all the way from like pop rock. I'd say this is a bit pop rock, but maybe a little bit more on the ambient side. But it's also got industrial noise and drone music on it mm. and also country music uh and a genre which I think I think we need to explore a little bit more of that's called horror electronica. What? Mm. Is that like <laughs> thought contagion by Muse? I don't I, no, it's 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 closer to something that's called dark wave. I don't know if that's something that you guys are a fan of. <laughs> I, I've heard the term. I put on this and it auto-played another one of her songs off the album, and it was, a, it was some scary sounds. Yes, it's 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 quite um, it's a scary album. It is quite yeah. a scary album. It's it's a concept album that focuses on this uh, this character, which is also called Ethel Kane, uh, who runs away from her religious home and is ultimately spoilers for an album here. Uh, killed by a cannibalistic psychopath. Uh, so that's interesting. It's a very dark album. It's a very sad album. Um, and that's where I sort of uh, jumped on. I wasn't really aware of her earlier stuff, but it was much more ambient and had more in common with like Christian music and Gregorian chants uh, and that kind of stuff. Because, coincidentally, both the character Ethel Kane and the real person Ethel Kane grew up in a very religious household with a religious figurehead as a father. I don't think um, that's a coincidence. They might not. You might. You're right. Mm. It might not be. Whoa. But she she just kind of didn't fit into that mold from quite a young age. Like she came out as gay at the age of twelve uh, and as a trans woman at the age of twenty, and that is very much at odds with the mood where she grew up, right? Which is, she grew up in a very conservative religious town in Florida, which right. sounds like it would be very tough for a trans woman uh, to exist in. Um, and so that theme of like escape and of religion and of not fitting in is all over the album and it's all over the song that I've picked too. So I think it's all actually quite personally relevant uh for her and then the album just kind of deviates off into this sort of like hazy narrative where the character is then sort of ultimately murdered at the hands of her cannibalistic ex-lover i think it is um and and the one with the scary noises i think is the one where she's trying to escape from the basement that he's holding her in steve right okay um yeah it's an interesting album if you want to if you want to dive in i've never heard of ethel Payne. 
No, mind. she's she's very new. I think uh, she's she's such a small artist that um I don't think you can buy the album on vinyl because she has yet to be able to afford the printing costs. Right. I was going to say, but uh, she, she yeah. seems like the sort of artist that would definitely want to be on vinyl and right, the yeah, fans of exactly. would listen to on vinyl. I believe that she is supporting Taylor Swift, so I think she's about to kind of uh, blow up a little bit. Um, but obviously, you know, the theme is sports, and mm-hmm. I feel I've done a good job of uh, justifying its placement here. What do you guys think of of the song? Oh, this is my shit. This is absolutely Steve Bate. Yeah, yeah Steve Bate. I absolutely Bate. love this. Probably my favourite on the playlist like that I hadn't heard before, um, which wasn't many. But this song sounds like if the Cranberries dreams and Taylor Swift love story had a love child and I'm fucking here for it. She has the same vocal inflections as Dolores Reardon um, from the Cranberries. The, <laughs> I can't yelp. do it. The, the not, yelp, yeah. It's yeah, like yelp, voice crack yeah. and the break. Oh, yeah. it's wonderful. Why does um, your one sound like a goose? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> say uh, why you are <laughs> say like you mean it. <laughs> say what you are <laughs> um lucas this this seems close enough to midwest emo and heartland rock that you wouldn't respond to it but also maybe close enough to dream pop that you would and so i thought you'd be a bit torn on this one no it doesn't sound anything like natalie and Brulia. Okay, that's good. Mm. Yeah, torn. Yeah, why not? Just the word torn. Uh, no, yeah. I like this one. I mean, I I definitely heard the dream pop side of it more than the the sort of rest of it. I mean, when I first heard it, I thought of uh, Passion, the song we did during the video game episode. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And then sort of conversely, because they were kind of played, you know, as part of they were both the same pick, Chevache as well. Chevache, of course. Yeah. Um, because of the well, because they were submitted in the same category by the same person, and so they're linked. Weren't they just? Yeah. Weren't um, they just no, indeed? I liked it. I, I liked it. It's nice. It's just pleasant, and uh, like I wouldn't like stick on five albums of it. And yes, you know, but it's like yeah, yeah it's nice, nice. L- so. Little goes a long way. Little goes a but, long way. Uh, so it's the is the the sports connection is huh? just like there's a couple lines. Well, which is uh, American we, what, <laughs> One of the one of the I said this at the top. I said this at the top of the episode, guys, and you 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 cannot say that I didn't. I will not be caught out on this technicality if you say, "Oh, you didn't say that," because I absolutely fucking did actually, and I did say this at the top of the episode. All right, that's not what you're saying. One of the first things that springs to mind for me when thinking about sports is pageantry, um, and just like for the concept of sports, I think of big American sports, six-hour baseball games. The Star Spangled Banner, the Super Bowl halftime show, right? That's what I think about with sports. I actually kind of think about all of the stuff that goes around the sports rather than the sport itself, I suppose. And sport, especially football, is a big deal in America, right? I know it's a big deal here, but it's such a big deal in America that there are like, there are entire communities that revolve around. They're college football teams. Mm. College football is massive, isn't it? It's college insane. football is huge because that that route from high school via scholarships to that peak of being an athlete on a team in like the NFL or the NBA or whatever, that is just like the perfect representation and manifestation of the American dream these days. Well, and me, the American everything is run like a business. Right, yes, exactly. Because even it's- kids playing football gets sucked into the machine of yeah, the yeah. business. Like college football players are in video games. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. don't get paid royalties for that fact. 
It's crazy. It's and and it's also intrinsically wrapped up in. I mean, that's America. That, um, that's American culture, and 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 I think it's also wrapped up. It's or at least it's analogous to small town religious American culture, especially. I think, and Ath- uh, Eth- Ethel Kane recognizes that this song is about being an American teenager and feeling like an outcast. I have a quote from Ethel herself about this song. And she says, growing up, I was surrounded by visions of NASCAR, rock and roll, and being the one who would change everything. They make you think it's all achievable, and that if nothing else, you should at least die trying. What they don't tell you is that you need your neighbour more than your country needs you. I wrote this song as an expression of my frustration with all the things the American teenager is supposed to be, but never had any real chance of becoming. Now that is very powerful i think and uh, also the grand theme of the song and okay that again i've really not talked very much about how <laughs> how that would fit sports. into a sports playlist <laughs> there's one specific device she uses in the first verse where she sums up both the american dream and the religion she grew up around as putting too much faith in the make believe and another high school football team um and that has so much wrapped up in it. Uh, it's religion and, and that sense of community, the notion of hope and faith. And I think it draws a parallel between the sort of faith-based pageantry of religion and of sports. Whether the community is is putting its faith in God or in its high school football team, it's the same thing. It's a congregation of people. And I think that's a very clever way of using sports to illuminate uh something else speak on that trust adam to come up with like a good point around like we would have been fine if he just gone yeah sports because they say <laughs> american football team that is enough we would have gone that's fine but that's not that's not me coming up with a good point that's that's her writing that's her incredible ability to to sum up things in just a snapshot because i've picked out two lines of the song um and and it, and it's all it's all there it's it's all wrapped up um and i think i think the sound of the song too it like th- this is way out on a limb you know like compared to what i just said but i think it sounds like it's being played over those shitty pa speakers at a football game like it sounds like it would be played at a football game it has that kind of fist pumping mm-hmm. born in the usa yeah. kind yeah. of sound to it but it's it's all it's it's all like really distant and it's all drowned in reverb and it has this big like ambiance about it that makes it sound like it's reverberating around a football field or or or, or the speakers are at the front of the bleachers and you're sat at the back and you can just barely sort of make it out yeah, yeah, see, yeah. I, I i can picture that that like aesthetically and acoustically i can imagine that but yeah. in my version of that the stands are empty yeah oh yeah absolutely and it's sad yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And isn't there a line in there where she was saying she was crying in the bleachers? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. It's, it's definitely that's definitely in the song. That's just um, reminding me. I need to listen to Bleachers, don't I? Yes, do listen to Bleachers. Maybe just start yes. with the Springsteen. Uh, can you tell I'm into Springsteen heavily at the moment? Is that, oh, is that coming across? How many times have I mentioned him on this episode? Did I mention him? I mentioned him for the previous song, didn't I? Yeah. Don't think I got around to him during the the, the New Order song. But I'm not trying to figure out in the next one. The episode. Yeah, yeah, I reckon I could do it in the next one. I yeah, so I reckon so. Um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you responded positively uh, to this song. This is the one that I was a bit like, oh, I wonder if anyone will will like this. Uh, I wonder if this will just be me going out on a little bit of a limb. I mean, it doesn't uh, make me think of sports in the slightest, but oh, it's a nice song. Think of nothing but sports when I listen to this song. Um, <laughs> do you know what? I think one of the places that I first became like super aware of it was it was it was on President Obama's Songs of the Year list, this particular song, uh, which he publishes every year. Um, and that sort of prompted some people to be like, did he did he listen to the song? Because it's a weird thing for a president to kind of say, hey, I'm super into this song and the message of this song. And it like, you know, those playlists are very like carefully curated to present an image of a certain person, right? And so mm. to put this on it was kind of wild. Um because the lyric after the one that I just focused on was the neighbor's brother came home in a box, but he wanted to go, so maybe it was his fault. Another red heart taken by the American dream. Which is kind of, you know, yeah. I think I guess people were pointing out that Obama was the person that was sending the people <laughs> to yeah. to go into war. I yeah. think maybe that's what people were getting at. Um But maybe he's like me, maybe he doesn't pay that much attention to lyrics. Like I actually think I actually think it's the opposite of that. I think he's clever enough to know that he was part of that system and didn't necessarily sort of like relish the opportunity to send young people to war i don't know i don't know i don't know um sports 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 say what you want but say it like you mean it with your fists for once uh sports i love it yeah Yeah. great good good shit good shit good singing for england go check out the uh go check out the album it's called preacher's daughter it's good it's worth it it's weird actually actually don't it's too sad but do it's good (laughs) uh lucas would you like to uh introduce your pick for for this episode f1 in it Bloody love Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Have <laughs> <laughs> seen Volume Three yet? No, haven't, haven't, haven't. Not yet, not yet. Not it's yet, good, Steve. Have you seen Volume Three yet? Yeah. Ah, oh, it's good, isn't it? It's great. Yeah, it's good. Best Guardians yeah. film. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, actually, if, we, if you're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, I mean, I wasn't actually going to bring up its use in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, <laughs> but since Adam now has the all the trailers kept using the chain. Yeah. yeah. Specifically, the bit. Yeah. 
We didn't play the bit, did we? I know, no. but we'll get to the bit in a minute. We'll I play imagine. the bit, yeah. Specifically, the bit in the film. The bit doesn't feature. No, it's it's that bit that we just played, right? Yeah, if you it's don't love which is now. mad because they use it during the final fight, and they don't think, you know what? Let's use the bit. Let's well, up the energy, what, and let's do because the bit. I I don't know if this is controversial or not. I prefer the first half to the second half. Same. Wrong. Oh, well, I throw it all together because actually wrong. I've got to take. Oh, well, should we play the second half? Because that's obviously why it's been picked. Yeah. yeah. Let's play that a little bit. Can you play it? Oh, he's going to do that bit instead. I'm just going to play the bass line. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Oh, my God. Wailing away. Hey, is that the same oh, yeah. guitar? Wailing. Yeah, I can play, I can play the chain. Incredible. Yeah. Do you know what's, uh, great? Do you know what's really it. good? Nailed it. I'll just put my guitar back. Do you know what's really good? I mean, A, the chain... Which is not really good. What a great bit at the end of that song that there's two bits you want to air guitar to, but you can't do both because you're one. You're trying man. to do the bass and the guitar part at the same time. Yeah, yeah, you want to do both. So you do you do two hands. You try and do one of them, and you can't do both. So you have yeah. to put up with it. Uh, so obviously, I picked it. I mean, it's fairly simple reasons, but then Steve picked a song because it was called American Football, so it's no. fine. Uh, I, I, oh yeah, okay, yes, bad name is not the name of the song. Um, <laughs> Obviously, I mean, I said that all of mine. It was thinking about songs that were featured in sport or yeah. specifically used to promote sport. The F one in it. Oh, it's the F one in it. Yeah. yeah, it's the F one on BBC and Channel Four. And then when it came to Sky, they dropped it, which is an outrage. That is, that is disgusting. Actually, uh, that is disgusting. Yeah. Isn't it? It's British institution having the chain on. The and F1. we will say that that is a very British thing. If you watch the F one anywhere else in the world, it does not feature the chain by Fleetwood Mac. But it was. It's very. It is literally the theme tune to the F one. Yeah. yeah. Which, for those who aren't familiar, by the way, F1 is motor racing with fast cars. But they, do, they don't They're just go in a circle. Racing. They don't just go in a circle. Yes, they can turn right as well, can't they? They can turn right as well as left, yeah. yeah. that's right. Uh, and they're sexy-looking, sleek little cars. I don't actually really care. I don't follow F1. I don't really care. I was going to ask if you followed F1 because it seemed like your kind of sport. Now, because it's so technical and like rules based. A couple of my friends, a couple of my, a couple of my dearest friends are very into the F1. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, should, I should see if I, if I care for this. Uh, my brother lives for the F1. He is obsessed. The problem is, I kind of think I don't, I think maybe I don't quite, doesn't quite get it for me, is that it's not just about the performance of like it's not it doesn't feel competitive because it's all about well who can make the best car you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's kind of an engineering competition more than just sports competition i know obviously there has to be insanely good drivers to do it oh insanely the ability the physical, good drivers. but the it's also just like well surely if they manage to build the best car they're probably going to win with the best car. i don't know also, I don't care about any sport. So no, I know, <laughs> but but they they have to create the best car within a certain range of parameters, right? They're given limitations. 
they can only do so many things. They're only allowed a certain number of whatever and a certain amount of stuff. You know, do you hear about whatever. the team this this year or this season, whatever you want to call it, who they decided they're just going to get rid of all the advertising and all the paint because gets rid of oh, a little bit of weight. Gets rid of like a quarter it's just, of a gram. It's just, it's just carbon fibre. It just looks yeah. like the grey carbon fibre. Love that. Lovely. That. I like that more than I like the idea of watching it. I tell you, I tell you what is probably more accessible than watching the sport is watching that Netflix thing, Drive to Survive, right? That is where my brother told me to go first to get into it if I wanted to get into it. Because it explains and I everything didn't. and it has and all the drama. And then you go, I don't want to get into it, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, and it has all like the personal rivalries and, that, and that's the stuff I love about the NBA is all those personal rivalries and matchups and stuff. Um, yeah, it's a bit, it, it takes F1 and turns it into a bit of a soap opera, I think. Oh, Steve. maybe I'll watch that, Drive to Survive. Yeah, it's it's on uh, it's on Netflix, and it, and each season follows a full season of the the F one. Um, I, I watched a few episodes and was like, "This is incredible," and then I just never went back to it. I think it's because I started watching The Last Dance instead, which is mm. which is great. We've had The Last yeah, Dance is yeah. a really good documentary. More more my kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the song though. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was the F one theme growing up. I didn't know it was a song. Oh, um, same. Yeah, I remember same. being a child and working it out on a keyboard and going, "I'm doing the F one." Song, right? Not that, but you weren't going. You weren't doing that. No, I wasn't doing that. No, I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> to the point you now, weren't. You though, weren't going like. <laughs> you weren't doing that. <laughs> Imagine if he had, because of course he would have only heard the second half. Imagine yeah, if he'd so gone, I've written, amazing, a, I did it. I've written another part to the F1 theme and it's exactly <laughs> like, the back to the chain. <laughs> uh, but yeah, to the point now where I, I, I still have this thing in my brain where it's strange that it's just tacked on the end of it. Uh, I, but it's like, oh yeah, then it's this bit. But I mean, some might call it like the precursor to Knights of Sidonia, you know? So, I, I believe I've seen that written in places like Pitchfork or something. I think yeah. I've, yeah. Seen that, I've seen that written down. It's like the Proto Knights, um, isn't it? Oh my god! They play have... man. They they play man with a trumpet first, right? Yeah, I have a, a tempestuous relationship with Fleetwood Mac. I think I don't. I don't really rate. I don't. I don't. I don't really like them, and I I don't know how much of that is just that I don't really know them um uh but this is on this is on rumors right from mm-hmm. like the late 70s and, th- and this is the one where the entire band is either sleeping with each other breaking up with each other who knows but they are at least all doing so much cocaine yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah, yeah. cool doing cocaine yeah, yeah. doing each other rumors yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely. But also widely regarded as like one of the best albums ever, right? Well, this is the thing. Yeah. It's one of my favourite albums of all time, which is so boring. Oh, that's <laughs> so like boring. someone having their favourite album being OK good, Computer or something. Good, it's good album art. Pathetic. Though. I like the album art. Yeah, you like it. Which, which two are they? I believe. Lindsay and Stevie. Is, is oh, is it? I thought that, oh, was, no, is it Mc- I thought that was John McVie. Is it? Why? So. Why don't they? I mean, is that part of the beef? Like, why don't they all get on the cover? <laughs> that's that's it. it. Yeah, that's where. Why it was are started. only two of them on the yeah. cover? <laughs> there's four, right? Five, four. I believe there's five. I believe there's John and Christine McVie, Stevie Nicks, um, Lindsay Buckingham, and Mick Fleetwood. Mick Fleetwood. Yeah. Um, I think they should and... call it Fleetwood Mike. Mick fucked it. Well, Christy McVie, oh, she's obviously a previous member, right? Because it isn't on the, when you go on Wikipedia, it isn't in bold. 
So not current member, right? No, not current member. She died very recently. recently. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know that. Not, <laughs> I don't know things. Oh, sad. Um, I oh, didn't like. That's sad. I mean, how recently? Oh, that's quite recent, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't really sort of get in, quote unquote, get into Fleetwood Mac until like way into my 20s. I heard rumours and I was like, I know every single one of these songs. And they're, and then it was like, oh, they're on one album. It feels like a, a best of. And do you know what I haven't done? What, what had you heard rumours about? Um, your crimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you wanted to listen to Fleetwood Mac to confirm them. Correct, yes. Okay, fine. Um, I haven't really heard. I tried to listen to Tusk and it was crap. Tusk so you know, yeah, can't stand um, Tusk. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah. That's so I mean, again, an album I'm like, oh, I love Fleetwood Mac, and I but I actually just love this one album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're undeniably legends. They're incredibly influential. I just don't really care about them. Having said that, this is a good song. Um, and Steve, you said it, it's weird that it just feels like tacked on the end. I don't mean right. Carry on. Yeah. No, no. It literally is really. Uh, the the song was not really written uh it was just sort of assembled it's it's a combination of stuff for lindsey buckingham's solo work some more stuff that was going to be stevie nick's solo stuff and some other stuff that was going to be christine mcvee's solo work and then they recorded those bits separately and then spliced the tapes together with a razor blade doing it all manually and stuff the bass section at the end is written by john mcvee and mick fleetwood uh stevie nick's wrote lyrics for that bit before that bit was written and found out that they fit somehow. Yeah. Uh, the intro is taken from a song that was already released. That whole first section is actually just a repurpose of Lola, My Love, from the 1973 Stevie Nicks and Lindsay Buckingham album. Um, but they changed the pitch of it to fit the chord progression that had been written for Christine McVie's song, Keep Me There. So it's just this horrible, like... Frankenstein's monster mm. of a song that just happens to work and it works really well. Yeah. It's like one huge tension and release. Like the first half, it never really resolves. It's building and building. And like even those halftime drums seems like it's just completely building to something. And then I'm going to get really wanky on you here, but like the song, it, it, it feels like, yeah, this tension, it, like a chain, and it's unable to break. And when it finally kicks in with that double time, it, it, it's chain breaking at the end. And it, you get this huge burst of energy. Um, it's just so good. I love this song so much. Um, you, talk about, you talk about tension. It must be mad, not just to be listening to, but providing vocals for a song that a member of your band wrote about you. Because yeah, like this is Stevie yeah. Nicks writing about Lindsay Buckingham, and Lindsay Buckingham is singing it. <laughs> Why didn't Stevie Nicks just sing it? They're both singing it. There's some amazing videos of them performing "Go Your Own Way" and just fucking giving each other evils as they're singing the the lines. It's it's so interesting. Um, yeah, it's it's madness. But very it would funny. be. A pretty interesting season of what is music, Fleetwood Mac, because mm. a lot. I have to say, I find a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff and the technical stuff they did in the studio much more interesting than any of their music. There you go. They're, yeah, they're still is. going, right? Sort of. Kind Lindsay of. Buckingham is no longer with them. Obviously, Christine McVie has sadly passed away. So I think it's just John McVie, uh, Mick Fleetwood, and Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks is on a solo tour at the moment. Uh, and they've replaced Lindsay Buckingham with uh, uh, the guy from 
crowded house whose name I can't remember, Neil con- Flynn or something. But considering how much people talk about how much they all hated each other, it's impressive that they kind of kept going all that time. No, no, it's not. And I'll tell you why. Because they all love money. 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 That's what they love. And it's why they're like the ultimate get for Glastonbury Festival. And Mick Fleetwood has said, I want to do Glastonbury Festival like... Imagine if we don't ever do Glastonbury Festival, Fleetwood Mac, you know, before we before we do our last ever tour. Imagine if we don't do it. And basically, Lindsay Buckingham and Stevie Nicks are just like, they don't pay enough. It's a hundred grand for a headliner slot because it's a charity festival. And no, we're going to play Isla White for the sixth time because they do millions and millions and millions of pounds. Uh, that is mad, isn't it? You'd think they'd have at least a... Like, it's one night of your life to just know, like, right? do it for the love of the job instead yeah, yeah. of just doing yeah. it for money, money, money. That's the thing is they don't love the job. They can't stand. I think they pretty much. I mean, they probably all I mean, have guys, separate dressing rooms, right? I mean, guys. Oh, obviously, yeah. we, obviously, guys, we can all kind of you know relate because obviously we're doing this for money because we hate it. Well, and we're oh, also yeah. all sleeping yeah. with each other and doing a lot of cocaine, and and oh, but we so have to turn up and pretend. Yeah, exactly. I can't uh, wait. And I'm going to write a song about Steve, and I'm going to make Steve sting it, sing it. He's going to sting it. He's going to sting uh, it. That famously like contentious, uh, sort of like low energy, know your enemy episode. That was about me. That's because I'd just broken up with Steve. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. that was yeah. about. When I was can... in a bad mood on the Journal for Plague Lovers episode, yeah. S- Steve had his camera on that day, so I was in a bad mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's you what you it could was. see my face, and that yeah. was it. That was yeah. it from but you on. should have seen the tension, the way that you guys were looking at each other through the yeah. Zoom. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. They should put videos yeah. of that on TikTok. I tell but you. Steve, afterwards, that... we immediately banged. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Steve, that whole thing you said about the tension and release and everything, the song yeah. it builds, and it, I actually enormously disagree with that. And it's because actually it's not. It's about the F one. Oh, yeah, right, you're right. True. Yeah, to bring it that's back, you're right. They were like, it's they got to the end, and they were like, point. now this bit's about fast cars. <laughs> they, they were like, they were like, that's a good song. We, but what's the bit that's going to be the theme tune for the F one? Yeah, good point. And they went, I'll do. You know that. You know that. You know that scene in uh in the great film that everyone loves and isn't terrible, Bohemian Rhapsody, when they just suddenly suddenly discover the baseline of another one bites the dust, and they all mm-hmm. know it. They all just Great. know the song magically. <laughs> that's what they did with the chain. He just went, do, 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 And they were like, oh. And they saw a car drive past the window, speeding at the time, and went, we got it. That's good insight. That is good insight. I love those behind-the-scenes stories of Fleetwood Mac. That's what I was saying. It's much more interesting to me than the song. What do you all think about the Three Days Grace cover of it? What? What is this? Who what do you think about the Three Days Grace cover of it? The who and the what? Who is Three Days Grace? It's like a Canadian, they're like a they're like a band, like a like a rock band from our time. Are you? They're like a rock band, so yeah. they're not a rock. Oh, band. okay. We're not 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 familiar with that one. Okay. What do you think about the Evanescence cover then? Oh my God! Play I it. Not. I haven't heard it. Shall I play it? Please. I'll stop sharing. You you go for it. Absolutely. I want to hear that. Right, here we go. Here we go, lads. The Chain ever. I can only imagine it'll be a worse version. Nessence. I need to get that out there. Oh, oh, it's, oh, don't worry, guys. It's it it's 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 not. They haven't just written it to cash in or anything. It's from the theme. It's, it's obviously you know from the soundtrack to Gears of Wars Five. Christ, God, Jesus wept. Listen to the wind blow. Everyone like this? 
this. Get to the bit. It's all done on strings. Okay, okay. So they went, let's do a cover of the chain, but leave the bass part out. It was all in strings, wasn't it? The, the bass part was there. It was just going, do, 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 over her going, that was bad. Right. All of us throughout awful. all of that were grimacing. Oh, that's horrible. And the video also uh, also didn't help. That was it was bad. All of that was bad. That was bad. I know I know oh. I know saying evanescence are bad is a bit of like a you know, like a saying nickelback is shit sort of level opinion. But that was shit, wasn't it? It's made me want to pick your other pick to go in the list. <laughs> it's ruined it's ruined. <laughs> If I'm honest God, with you, actually. Let's not go that far. But we'll, talk, we'll talk about that next week. I mean, um, I'm picking that one, just FYI. Of, uh, of all of the uh, Ultimate playlists uh, mm. that we have done so far, yeah. this is maybe the loosest we've been with the theme. Yeah. I think next week's a little bit more on it, but this week especially, loosey-goosey. I yeah. mean, you can't argue with England New World Order, uh, World in Motion. Yeah. That is, I'd say that's bang on the theme, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's football, football song. Never meant by American football. Yep, it's bang on, bang on. They're, they're, the they're called American football. That's it. The thing. That's it. Exactly. Yep. That's it. Yep. Bang on, bang yep. on. The I didn't just think a tennis. American there is an artist called football. Tennis. Ooh, do you know? Is that? there really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I nearly picked them. Uh, Ethel Kane, American teenager. Loose. Bang very, on. very loose. Uh, I still no, don't. I still no, don't quite on, get what you were going for. No, She's using sports as a metaphor to talk about stuff that's uh, much larger. And uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, Fleetwood Mac, The Chain. F- bang F1 on. And F- Actually, yeah, yeah. thinking about it four times. Tight. Bang Not on. Loose. Bang Super on. tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What's your favourite of the episode so far, guys? Without, having, without saying your own, I oh, suppose. Oh, if I can't say The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, I think so. Um, it'll be the Ethel, Ethel Kane one. Yeah, oh, same. that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mine is, mine's Fleetwood Mac. Uh, no, just because, you know. Because it's the chain. Well, that, the that's chain why, that's why I haven't Mac. picked it. It's like, I know that one. This was a nice <laughs> surprise. You can't, and it you can't new, not it pick it just music. because you knew it already. I tell you what, he can, can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, I can do whatever <laughs> I, I want. Isn't that like the catchphrase of my decision to show. say no, whatever I want to say. Well, I think it puts us in good stead for next uh, next week when we wrap this up. Um, do you want to get that old theme tune ready? Because I think we're on the the one way train to Ensville, baby. And this is just me <laughs> vamping. This is just me, uh, you know, just buying some time until Steve's got the theme ready to go, and he's just gonna he's gonna share his audience, he's gonna play it, and he's gonna play it, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna vamp right up until he's playing it using loads of different topics of conversation that don't go in circles and aren't about the fact that I've got to vamp sports. and actually that sports Golf. and my favourite sports. Golf I is a believe sport. I can fly. Tennis is a sport. Higher lie is a sport, which I briefly thought about seeing if I could find a very famous higher lie song. But uh, I've been ready for ages, by the way. Oh, okay, good. We'll play that then. The 
Thanks. You're absolutely yeah. right. It does sound like something from the Ultra Vivid Lament. 100%. Oh, no. Also, Steve, <laughs> like, Steve, just good um, instincts that you you wrote that thinking it was going to be good. And I'm glad you didn't, that you went, you went, this is this is a, a theme tune to, a, to like a daytime TV show. Because if you'd gone ahead with that, we would have had to pretend that it wasn't shit. Yeah, I mean, that would have been a disaster, me trying to say, like, hey, I mixed this great song or something. You know, <laughs> God, that would have been a nightmare. That would have been a nightmare, Steve. Anyway, I think that, that probably does it. Next week, we're going to pick what goes into the uh, playlist because we'll have four other songs to pick from as well, including that elusive second listener pick. Uh, anything else you guys want to say before we wrap up this first episode of the Ultimate Playlist? Sports. Big up sports foot. Oh, oh man. Sports. Up the foot. England, na na na. England, na na na. Me and my mum and my dad and my grand with a bucket of football. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> such a. <laughs> <laughs>